Those Two Jerks is brought to you in part by Maverick Group, Maverick Group Experiential Technology. Need some nerds? Let's build something awesome together. Maverick. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Those Two Jerks, episode 128. I am your host, the Tom Alexander. Joining me, as always, is the Sussman, Rick Sussman. Hi, Rick. <sighs> wow. Uh-huh. The Psyman, Rick Sussman. Hi, Tom. Hi. How are you? I'm okay, How- Charlie Brown. How are you? You all right? You okay? Because I'm... I don't know, man. I, I don't know if I'm okay. You don't <sighs> know if you're okay? No, I mean... Football happened, and oh, oh, I haven't that. slept in a long time, and I, I don't... Does the sun still rise in the east? I'm not sure. Yeah, it does. It does. Okay. Well, it's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, in case you're wondering, we are recording this on the evening of Monday, February 5th, 2018, which means it is the the day after Super Bowl 52. Uh, I'm, I gotta tell you, I'm, I'm in a, a lot of shock tonight, Rick. No. Yeah. Uh, the city of Philadelphia is still standing. I was disappointed <laughs> to hear that this morning. <laughs> uh, you know, there were some reports of, of, you know, some vandalism cars being flipped over and, uh, people eating horse poop in the street. Video of that. actually. Yeah. Yeah. Video of that one. Um, but but by and large, uh, Philadelphia still is a, a city that exists on Earth, and it is not. It has not been burned to the ground. I was um I was actually texting one of my friends who is not a football fan, a professional wrestling fan. That's the connection there. Um, and uh, she had asked me because she doesn't pay attention to football or care what was going on, and I said, well, it looks like the Eagles might pull it out. This was a uh, late in the fourth quarter. And she said, oh, thank God, finally that city will be burned off the face of the earth. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I, I, I'm shocked. I have a friend who lives in Philadelphia, and he took his life into his hands and went into the crowds on Broad Street last night after the game. What? <laughs> Is he tired of living? Evidently. You... <laughs> yeah, evidently. Uh, he brought his video camera, and uh, there were some people throwing firecrackers into the crowds. Um, so that what did happened. You see the, did you see the glorious video of the fantastic Eagles fans who stormed into a convenience store, screamed, everything's free and just started stealing things and throwing <laughs> stuff at each other? No, I did not. God, you, you gotta love, you gotta love a, a city that really appreciates a championship like the, the city of brotherly love where, you know, instead of throwing batteries at professional ball players, they're just throwing them at each other. Way to go, guys. Way to, <laughs> way to really show up for the city. That's that's great. Uh, well, it's funny you mention that because after the Super Bowl was over, Duracell had a great tweet, and it said, uh, batteries and the city of Philadelphia have a very special relationship. Congratulations, Eagles. Go celebrate. Man, that is... That, that was Duracell's troll. official Twitter account. That is that is a troll that you just don't expect. It was like I think it might have won the internet. I'm not sure. The entire internet. The whole thing. The whole that is thing. the kind of, that, that is the kind of hit that you only are allowed to do during the Super Bowl and not get thrown out. That's that's what that was. Oh yeah. Oh here it is. 
Batteries hold a sacred place in the history of Philly fans. Congratulations, Philadelphia, and fly, Duracell, fly. With a video of Duracells flying through the air. Yay. So, to that end, should we, you know, talk about the game at all? Do yeah, we I mean, to? Uh, we can. Uh, here, here, uh, I gotta, I'm going to admit, I didn't watch a lot of it. I watched all the key plays. Um, but I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> what, are you, what are you, the red zone network? Well, I tuned in for the big stuff. No, yeah. no, it just happened to work out that way. We were, my, my wife and I went, did a staycation for the weekend cause it was our anniversary. And, um, so we were eating dinner when the game started, we watched the first quarter, I guess. Then on, we were driving home missed. So we missed some of the second Got to halftime, watched the halftime show, and then we had missed like all of like commercials and trailers. So I'd been DVRing it. So at that point, right after halftime was over, um, we went back to the beginning and just started watching the commercials and fast forwarding through the game parts until we so until we tried to catch up to the live, but um, we never quite caught up. Um, we were like we were like three minutes behind the whole thing. So. Um, so and so I was fast forwarding through a lot of the second half, but like when I saw them get close to the end zone, then I would stop and watch. And then I watched the last five minutes, you know, in real time or not in real way time, to go. but at normal speed. Way to go, Tom. Way to, way to really, really, really show out for the Look, man. I told you, I hate both of these teams. I hate, <laughs> I hate both of these teams. It, it made me, made me physically ill to root for the Eagles um, and like the only consolation the, that to the Eagles winning for me is the fact that the Patriots do not win. That's it. See, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and stop you right there. Um, I was disappointed with the outcome, and I feel that my reasoning is valid, but I'll, I'll let I'll let you decide that. Um. Philadelphia had, uh, unbeknownst to me, by the way, an NFL championship. Now, they did not have a uh, uh, a title. They did not have a, a Super Bowl, rather. Pardon me, but they did have a win. So once I found that out, their historic victory became far less interesting to me. Okay. So, and to that end, I was um, just sort of rooting for history. You know, that's why I watch a lot of sports where well, I but- don't have a... Yeah. All right. I'm gonna let you finish. Um, like Kanye, I'm gonna let you finish. But I, 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 I have a, a a point of contention with what you're about to say. Well, I just wanted to see Tom Brady win his sixth ring. I thought that would have been cool. I, I, I was. I'm always interested to see history happen, and I want to have that opportunity. And the Patriots winning a, a Super Bowl last night would have given me something that I would not have had, which is an opportunity to see something magical happen, something and I, historic. And I'm going to throw a flag and call bullshit and shenanigans on all of that, sir, because okay. this was the man who told me many years ago uh, that I'm rooting against the Yankees to repeat because I'm just not a fan of dynasties, dude. That's a direct quote from Rick Sussman. Well, that was football, Tom. Conversely, <laughs> you should not be a fan of. You should only be a fan of the New uh, New England Patriots, no. based upon your baseball picks too. No, because so where do the New England Patriots play? 
I'm sorry? Where do the New England Patriots play? But they're a dynasty, Tom, and you don't have a problem with yeah, that, evidently. No, I don't have a problem with dynasties per se. I have a problem with asshole fans. And both well, teams who have played last fans, night. You can't be a Yankees fan. Eh... <laughs> Shut up! No, from a Mets fan, I can tell you nah. it's really terrible to yeah, be friends with a Yankees no, fan. You have a chip on your shoulder because you're the Mets fan, though. You root for the little brother. No, for Christ's sake! You root for the little it's brother. Just no winning. No, it's there isn't. No winning, like Philadelphia is like the little brother of the world, which is why no, everyone there is fucking angry. No, no. Philadelphia has had many championships. They had the the seventy sixers dynasty. They've had. Um, the Flyers win a million Stanley Cups. They are a, a yeah, but all those of, guys are going to hell when they die. <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Uh, we, you know, those are things that we've known <laughs> to be true for some time. Doesn't change anything. Like the Philadelphia, Philadelphia Flyers, <laughs> Boston. Yeah. If you want to get technical, um, they had the Celtics for a really long time. Then nothing. Still nothing <laughs> in the NBA. They had the Red Sox for never. Well, no, until the Celtics about, what, won about eight ago? years ago. The Celtics won again eight years ago. Oh, the right, Red Sox, yeah, the Red Sox, yeah. Then the Red Sox started their little mini run where they won three titles in ten years. So you know, it's not to say that now either city is recently. terribly hard up for championships. We're not talking about Cleveland here. No, but now Cleveland's got one. You know, Cleveland, the Cavs won a couple of years ago. Yeah, I know. So, you know, to me, the only real interesting storyline after I found out that the Eagles won the NFC, uh, the NFL, pardon me, championship some years ago, the only interesting storyline was to see if Tom Brady and Bill Belichick could pull off the insanity. And they couldn't. And I but think I mean, this the is NFL the NFL championships don't count. Like... Then why do the Packers get to say because that? Because they're the Packers, and there's nothing else in Green Bay. If there were no Green Bay Packers, is, no one would know the city answer, of Green Bay exists. Why is every answer for you somehow deflating my argument? Like no matter what I say here, somehow I'm wrong. Because we're arguing. That's the point of arguing, Rick. No, the point of this is it's an exchange of ideas. We Isn't are exchanging what ideas. That stupid white guy you up have, in Gainesville. You have an idea, and I'm telling you why your idea is incorrect. <laughs> Thank you. That's Thank an exchange you. of ideas. <laughs> My so idea is that you are wrong. Thank you. Well, as someone who watched the game, <laughs> it was good. It was a good game. And uh, I, I, as I said, I was ultimately just disappointed with the outcome. But then again, and if I'm allowed to finish this time, I will. Uh-huh. I didn't particularly care either way. It was one of the first Super Bowls I've ever walked away from just sort of going, well, that was a game. Yeah, and I felt that way, too, at the end. I was just kind of like, oh, shit, the Eagles won. And then I stayed on social media to watch the chaos ensue <laughs> and then i was disappointed yeah. then i was disappointed there was a distinct lack of chaos i mean there was chaos but not uh not the kind i was expecting i didn't realize this though this past weekend was also the wing bowl in philadelphia uh, are you not familiar with the wing bowl i i have a burgling remembrance of it i don't know all right don't so know the wing bowl the wing bowl is like a massive chicken wing eating contest 
in oh. Philly. They have it every year. But it is basically uh, an excuse for people to get blind drunk beginning at like 7 a.m., uh, throw so up in the game. streets. Now, yeah, but like, but a lot worse because you get people who don't even care about football and just want to drink. And oh, a football game. Got it. If you've if you've listened to the Howard Stern show at all, when they've sent reporters out there, they managed to find some of the most intoxicated, horribly racist, homophobic people there. And it is known So anybody for... who lives in Philadelphia, <laughs> got it. Not really seeing a lot of difference in what you're talking about. Well, they're all in one place for a day, oh, I guess. Okay. So the city of Philadelphia. They're got all it, at the stadium it. for a day. They all congregate in a little small area. So a football game. Back to yeah. my original point. Yeah, got I it. Okay. suppose. Yeah, except chicken wings. <laughs> except there's no football and just chicken wings. Okay, so just just the football game before the game starts because none what of I'm, those slobs can afford like, tickets. Like, what, I'm, what, I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say here is there was <laughs> double the amount of the usual amount of alcohol consumed this weekend in Philadelphia. Oh, okay. That was what I was saying, and uh, and I so did listen to Stern this checks. morning. Got it. Got I it. did. I did listen to Stern this morning, and they of course were there. They were also there for the Super Bowl, and uh, they did report that uh, one of the bars they were in. Uh, or no, during the wing bowl, somebody showed up in a Tom Brady jersey and he was summarily pounced on by guys in Eagles jerseys, beer bottles thrown at him, beer poured on him, the shit beat out of him, and he was forced to run away. So I'm going to call asshole on literally everyone in that story. Yeah, exactly. Because if you're the guy wearing the Tom Brady jersey, you should What'd know you better. What do you think was going to happen? Right. What do you think was going to happen? You should know better. You were going there looking for a fight. Or to try and show how big and bad you were for some reason. Either yeah, way, that's a that's poor judgment. Th th no, or it's or it's really like really good Trolling. idea, really bad execution. Yeah. Uh, maybe you had a video camera. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, anyway, um, so let's so let's talk about some of the other stuff sort of surrounding the game because look, we're not going to be breaking down film on this show, and to be honest, uh. Brady looked fine until they started hitting him near the very end of the game. And it was something actually that uh, uh, I found it funny. Rodney Harrison said at halftime, who's a former Brady teammate, he said, look, I love Tom Brady. I played with him. But uh, once you hit him, he becomes average. And it was prophetic because that's exactly what happened. When the Eagles finally sacked him in the fourth quarter, uh, he became average. I wouldn't go that far. That's that's a bit too easy of an answer, honestly. The Eagles did strip sack him, and that cost uh, essentially cost him the game. But I am never going to blame one person for anything, especially in the game of football, where so much of it is based upon one thing and one thing alone, and that is playing both sides of the ball. True. No one wanted and, to play defense in that game. No, not a soul. Like they set not a record a for combined offensive yards for any NFL game, regular or postseason. They, it was there were with, more yards it, gained. This was without question a somebody had a great joke uh, on one of the wrestling websites that I visit that um, the uh, NFL is really worried about the XFL. So they booked an all high spots Super Bowl where only the big shit happened and nobody was worried about, you know, drink a dink arm locks and grabs and things like that. Just hit the big moves. Get your shit in. Nice. nice. But, you know, it was 
it was an interesting event. Like um, I, I said that to somebody else. I was live tweeting the game with, we had a couple of people sort of going back and forth with us. I was like, this has been a fun event. I don't know if I'd necessarily call it a football game. This was a television event. It always um, is. I, I know, but like, to me, I expected one of the two defenses to show up. What wins championships, Tom? Well, the cliche is that defense does, Rick. Right. And what didn't win a goddamn game in this postseason, Tom? Um, the good defenses? Any of them. That's name, true. Name the top four defenses in the NFL. Uh, you have Minnesota. Lost. Uh, Jacksonville. Uh, didn't lose big, but lost. Lost, yeah. Um, Philadelphia. Eh, okay. I mean, but, I mean, they didn't show up in the Super Bowl. But they, yeah, exactly. But Phil, the, the Philadelphia defense is not what won this game. Hell no. Hell no. Um, the immortal Nick Foles is what yeah. won this game. Yeah. The unstoppable force of Nick Foles. <laughs> um, so, I can't think of the fourth defense. Uh, and, the, and the Patriots allegedly have a, you know, a decent defense with, with, you know, the likes of James, I'm just playing just hell Pittsburgh to eat a dick Harrison and others. <laughs> yeah. Well, they they were awful in the beginning of the year, but then supposedly the last eight the last eight games, uh, they had been statistically the best defense in the league over the second half of the season. Uh, but they were well, awful at the beginning of the year. Statistically, you know, they can eat my ass. It, it this was <laughs> terrible. It yeah, was I mean, just it was not fun. If you like defense, this was not the game to watch. I don't even. It's not even that I like defense. I just wanted to see a football game. I well, you had see a, that. I mean, there was you know, it was back and forth. It was close. I saw a track meet, and I hate track that's meet true. football. Yeah, that's true. I hate it. I can't stand track meet football. I I understand that that's the that's the direction the game is going, and that's fine. But this was not football. This was just throw the ball down the field as far as you can. And, hey, look, somebody made an amazing catch and bravo. And there was a lot of that. But there was no defense whatsoever. And, frankly, it was just annoying. Yeah, I agree with all of that. Um, big winners to come out of this one, though, like Jay Ajayi, who gets traded from the terrible Dolphins to the Eagles midseason and gets a ring. Always hilarious. Always. Uh, Nick Foles, of course, who now will probably get a lucrative extension once he's traded to a team that needs a quarterback this offseason. Good for yep. him. Um, good for him. Yeah. Absolutely. Good for him. And uh, let's see. Other big winner. Uh, I'm going to say Mankind because uh, Tom Brady does not get a sixth ring. I'm going to go with that. <sighs> Such a hater. <laughs> Such a hater. Well, you know now, what? Here's... You know what? I what bothers me too is like there's all these. You know, all the reports come out after the Super Bowl. Everyone's digging for a damn story to try and give this thing more legs. And it's like, oh, Nick Foles is studying to become a pastor. And then there's the story about what Giselle told their kids after the game was over that you know, Daddy's won it five times, and the Eagles have never won it. And sometimes you have to let other people win. And that bugs the crap. Like some people are like, oh, that's such a classy thing to say. And to me, that's like, you're basically telling your kids that he let them win. That not Whatever. that they They're earned his it. Kids. How old are they? 
they're like at five ten and something else. I don't know. They're young. Oh, okay. So you should definitely just tell them this is what happens. Life is misery. Thank God you're you're well, no, born into it's a, on easier. third base. You can just say like sometimes you win and sometimes you lose. That's a game. Like it's a game. That's that's true. She chose not to raise her kids that specific way. She chose not to impart that lesson onto her own children. <laughs> maybe maybe everyone should just back the fuck up and let people raise their kids the way they want to. You are salty. I can't stand shit like this. Like <laughs> the thing that's killing me the most is oh Tom Brady refused to shake Nick Foles' hand. Oh, there God. you go. Now yeah, he's that's, a dick. No, yeah, that's a bunch of crap too. Like I, all of this stuff is crap. Yes, it's, yes, it's all it's crap. All, it's all clicking. It's just look at it. We got the story of the yeah. century. Holy shit! No, you didn't. No. All right. No, there was a football didn't. game. There's the it whole happened. thing, like the Malcolm Butler thing, that's coming out now that he got benched and. One of the other, a former teammate of his, like, made a video saying, uh, I don't know why he was benched. He's not the first guy to get caught with pot. There's no record or report of Malcolm Butler being caught with pot on Saturday. And Belichick claimed it was a football decision to hold him out of the game. But uh, apparently his backup didn't find out he was starting until the game, until game time. So there's not a lot of water there. So there's rumors now that Malcolm Butler got caught with pot, and that's why he was benched. Like... This is going to go on now the rest of this week because they're going to continue to try and squeeze every last damn drop they can out of the NFL. This is why you got to have the Pro Bowl for two weeks. You got to have the Pro Bowl after, after the Super Bowl, so that we don't have to endure this bullshit. Well, that's the thing. That was how it used to be. You used to, you only you didn't have the extra week in between the conference championship games and the Super Bowl. You had one week, just like normal. And it was that was, you know, hype week and whatever. Now you have this extra week because the Pro Bowl's in between. And all you get is garbage like this, trumped up nonsense to try and increase hype around a game that's already got tons of hype around it. it it's just everybody it. wants everybody wants that last that last great story of the NFL. See that that last moment in time or whatever bullshit you need to get through the day. I I don't care. I just don't. <laughs> I'm I'm beyond this. I I have evolved beyond the NFL this season. I'm I'm done with it. Do you have any more stories, or can I just put a fucking coffin nail in this godforsaken? Well, no. Season? We have we have a couple we have a couple more things to cover about this. The ratings came out, and we had uh, it was the lowest rated Super Bowl in terms of total viewership since uh, 2008. When the Steelers beat the Cardinals. Um, so it's still in the top 10 of all time television shows, period. Um, but it's it's the lowest in several years, which, of course, will have everyone screaming, See? See? The NFL's dying. See? And well, I, they're not going to be screaming that anymore because the stock market finally took a shit. But, nah, you know, that <laughs> I just, that's a whole other thing. Um, so we have that. We have that, and then and then all right. We no conversation about the Super Bowl really would be complete without the commercials. So no, that's true. Aside from any uh, movie trailers, because we'll talk about those later. Uh, what was your favorite and least favorite commercial? Um, I don't know if I can tell you my favorite one right off the bat, but I'm going to save everybody <laughs> on the planet a little bit of trouble and just go ahead and say that the worst commercial of all time aired last night. And big ups 
to the, uh, the, the great industry of trucks for making sure that they aired the single worst commercial ever put together. Well done. Well done. Uh, what was the company specifically? Ah, oh, yes, Ram. Yeah, no, Dodge. Ram. Ram and Dodge are two different things no, now. People don't know. Well, they're two different brands, but they're part of the same company. So it's Dodge. Fine. Fine. Well done. Hmm. Well done. Yeah. Nice job, Absolutely, Absolutely without question, the single worst event commercial-wise of all time. Using Dr. King's words to sell a truck. Fantastic. And and big ups to the to the estate of Dr. Martin Luther King for letting that happen. Wow. Just everybody involved with that. Just just everyone get a big cookie and good work. Good work, everybody. Yeah, that's great. That's great. <laughs> See, I thought that's, you know, it was kind of in shitty taste. I wasn't as offended by it as other people, but it is kind of in poor taste. Um, well, that's it's like because I don't I mean, it's not like it's, you know, they took something so sacred and used it, but it is, it's kind of a dumb move. Like, it's just, it's a really stupid move. Especially in what... the times we live in where yeah. anything regarding race relations and the civil rights movement is just supercharged with well, all I, I... sorts of, of emotion and innuendo. I, and, and, and if I'm honest, what really bugs me is that fact that it, it like, you you can't read the room that right. simply. You f- couldn't figure out that this was not a good move. That it, it, that drives me up a wall. That makes me absolutely mental. That you couldn't somehow look around and go, you know, maybe using Dr. Martin Luther King to sell Rams wouldn't be a good idea. Nah, you know, but the commercial will show black people and white people and yellow people and brown people and orange people and purple people and all the different – and everybody – and everyone looks around and goes, oh, okay, I guess that could work. Yeah, I mean, you know, it doesn't sound like it'll work, but ah, screw it, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, I, that made me so mad. Yeah. Um, the best commercial of the night, people are going to say it's the Tide advertisements, but yeah. they didn't do a lot for me. No, I um, thought they were funny, but, I mean, they were probably the funniest. But the ones that had me laughing the hardest for me was Eli Manning and OBJ doing the Dirty Dancing touchdown celebration. Um... So that had some mixed reviews at my office. <laughs> <laughs> really? Uh, Why yeah. is that? <laughs> well, the 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 biggest issue was that people were wondering, you know, if the rumors were true about uh, ODB. So, oh <laughs> God, <sighs> people are gonna talk, Tom. People are gonna talk. Yeah, apparently. Apparently. I um, I thought it was fun. I thought I, I'm always happy to see when these guys don't take themselves so seriously. Yeah, and the Mannings and, uh, are both really good at that. I was gonna say, re- real big ups to Eli for uh, for going that extra mile on this. I don't know. I I just the commercials overall I felt were fine, but not really anything interesting. Yeah, there was, yeah, it was nothing there. Yeah, there you go. Kind of lame. Yeah, it was um, it was an underwhelming Super Bowl period. I think this year. Well, unless I, I think... unless you're from Philly, <laughs> of course. And if you are, are, how are you still alive? Right. <laughs> if you are, shouldn't you be fighting for the last gallon of gas right now? <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't you be screaming outworlder at someone and then chasing right. them with a pitchfork? Right. This show is about the long, long ago in the before time. <laughs> <laughs> we have your woman outlander. <laughs> 
Yeah, you don't. Uh, you got you got bigger fish to fry. There's probably some some zombie riding around on the Rocky statue right now. You need to go take care of. Oh, the Rocky statue came to life and started yeah. throwing things at people. Oh God, you I I I can imagine. I can imagine that. <laughs> should you? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> I should not. But uh, yeah. Um. All right. So, tiny bit of other. NFL news. Uh, I mean, we haven't reached the free agency period yet. The league year hasn't started and won't for a while. But it already looks like um, the Redskins are moving on from Kirk Cousins uh, because they traded for Alex Smith from the Chiefs. The immortal Alex Smith. Just had the best season of his career. And uh, statistically, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. Um, no one gets bounced out of the first round of the playoffs and has the best season of their career. Tom. Yeah, that's true. You're not, not going to lie there. <laughs> um, uh, so there were, there were some rumors last week that cousins was going to sign with Denver, but it doesn't look like that's a done deal yet. And now there, there's talk that the Redskins just as a final F you to Kirk cousins, will either franch will might franchise tag him again <laughs> and make him stay. Good. That'll teach him to have hopes and aspirations like right? the rest of us. Right. Uh so that that's going to be like the intrigue of the offseason that and all of the quarterbacks that are going to move around because all three Vikings quarterbacks are free agents. So it'll be a decision there who stays, who goes. You you, you can almost guarantee Nick Foles is going to go somewhere because the Eagles already have Carson Wentz, who's going to be back from his knee injury come next year. So they don't really have a need for Nick Foles. And, you know, he kind of has earned a starting job somewhere, given the way he played. Um, So that'll be the interesting thing now, is that the quarterback movement around the league. uh, And do the Browns get in on any of this or just decide they're going to draft somebody? Whoever ends up on the Browns, just, you know, you could, you could easily sell insurance. There's no law (laughs) against that. No one would, you know, give you any amount of shit if that's what you chose to do with your profession. Um, Wow. There's, you know, any number of options available to you on top of that. Yeah, you Um, could have a an exciting career in, in either one of the food service or sanitation industries. And, 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 you know, we need sanitation workers. One could argue we need them a hell of a lot more than we need quarterbacks. Um, so <laughs> one could argue we need them a lot more than we need the Cleveland Browns, which before we move on real quick. <laughs> yeah. Um, if I don't get a change, it, why aren't they the Washington Reds yet, Tom? How much longer do I have to endure this awful? Oh, they're doubling down on this shit, man. Like, the fact that Cleveland Indians are getting rid of Chief Wahoo uh, next year by, by 2019, I guess. Uh, right. And so it, it really only... Le- I mean, still, the name Indians is offensive to many, um, but not nearly as offensive as the name <laughs> of the Washington team. And uh, yeah, they're doubling down on that shit. They're, that's, Dan Snyder is the... Uh, most stubborn owner in the NFL. <laughs> for better or for worse, we're going with the racism. Like, and, I mean, this is know, the guy who made Steve Spurrier the highest paid coach in the league before he'd ever coached a down in the NFL. 
We're sticking to what brought us to the dance. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But exactly. you mentioned a positive story about Cleveland. Oh, uh, did yeah. you know? <laughs> did you know that there is some negatives? No, a negative Cleveland sports story? Never. Yes, yes. Never. Yeah. That's right. So we're gonna table our this that that brings to a close our NFL coverage for at least a three weeks, probably. <laughs> we'll be on this shit next week. I guarantee it. Yeah, there'll be something. Some somebody will say something about the anthem. Um, <laughs> but we'll move on to the NBA, and uh, oh boy, things <laughs> things are not going well for the Cleveland Cavaliers. They are uh, they they're on a horrible horrible uh, I wouldn't say a losing streak, but a recent string of just terrible losses. Um, not necessarily all in a row, but bad beats, bad beats, not looking good, you know, just any, any number of situations, all kinds of infighting guys are saying they don't trust each other in the locker room. They're, they're motherfucking each other in the press behind each other's backs. Um, they've now dropped to the three seed in the Eastern conference behind Toronto and, uh, Boston. I love that, by the way. I love that there, there's a team in absolute chaos and turmoil. Yeah. And it's like, well, they're still the three seed. Yeah. Like, All right. <laughs> <laughs> they're only the three seed. It's fine. But there's seven <laughs> games behind number two right now. Um, but but that's that's sort of the beauty of this entire story, though. Is, yeah. You know, it's like, oh, the, it's, it, you know, trouble in paradise. The alarms the are sounding and they're still in the upper half of the playoff ranking. Not only are they in the hunt, they're going to have to lose pretty much every game for the rest of the yeah, year to be fall out, of, out of the playoffs. Yeah, that's yeah. not going to happen. <laughs> no. Um, so, so, you know, everyone, oh, bad things are happening in Cleveland. Oh, man, they're only going to go to the playoffs this year. <laughs> right, right. They may not make the finals. <laughs> oh, man. But anyway, um, you do have people. There are some. I mean, I think maybe it's time for a coaching change. If they don't have a, if they have a trust issue in the locker room, that to me is a coach problem. Um, it may all. Well, I mean, it may also be a player personality issue. Well, I think the biggest problem that this team is facing more than anything is it, it's a double. It's it's a double pronged attack. One. It's Father Time, who is finally catching up to a lot of these players. Maybe not specifically. Yeah, I mean, they're LeBron, not a spe- they're not an especially old roster, but they're getting dinged up and they're getting nicked up. They pretty are much every is, game. I mean, that is true. Kevin Love has not been healthy a lot this year. Ever, ever, well, yeah, ever, maybe. But um, they and and Isaiah Thomas has been a little banged up this year, you know, and they don't have Kyrie Irving. Um. And and LeBron can't. I mean, LeBron is not at the age where he can do it all by himself anymore. There was a time, right. there was a time, his first trip in Cleveland, yes, where he could single handedly get you to the finals, and he did, and he did, he did. Um, now he needs a, a little bit of help, not a lot of help. He's still the best player in the game, um, but he needs some help. Everyone is saying now, they're speculating, does LeBron leave? He's a free agent after this year's over. Um, does Cleveland just blow this thing up, let him walk, and start over again now that he's brought them their championship? And if you're LeBron, what do you do? So this is, this is the thing, and it's very, as far as I'm concerned, 
very clear that the issue is the LeBron versus the front office and mm. not so much as that LeBron wants to fight the front office, but that the front office doesn't appear once again to care that they have the single biggest commodity in pro sports, LeBron James, potentially the greatest basketball player of all time. They just don't seem to give well, a shit. All right, here's the thing, man. I mean, so you're saying LeBron bears no blame here? I didn't say he bears no blame. That would be foolish. He put the team together around himself the way he wanted it. He went and got his best buddy from Chicago to, to sit next to him and talk about how great they used to be together and all yeah. kinds of stuff. I'm not saying that he's, you know, the guy that can walk away from this with his hands clean. That That's foolish. What I am saying, though, is that if you are – I'm going to give you the option right now today, Tom. Yeah. You get to build your own NBA team, okay? Who is your number one pick? Hmm. It's either LeBron or Durant, depending on what my goal is. If my goal is to win right now, then it's LeBron. If my goal is probably win now, but also to win several years from now, then it's Durant. And that's that's fair. Uh, that that's totally fine. But but LeBron is, is one of the two guys. Like yeah, it's 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 a or it's a one. Right. Whichever you right. whichever you choose. So. If you have one of those two guys, either A or A1, maybe, crazy as it sounds, you should, I don't know, build a fucking team around them and just make them the player coach, even though that they're not really, shh, they're not, they're not the real player. You know what, you know what I mean? You know, they're not, they're not a player coach per se, but they're, they're kind of the player coach. Well, see, and that's that's the thing I that that leads me to my next point because this I'm seeing a pattern here with LeBron, okay, and that is every so many years, whichever coach LeBron has anointed to be his coach, yeah, eventually loses that locker room. Yeah, it. it I mean, it happened to uh, multiple coaches in Cleveland. Now it's happening to Ty Lue. Um, you know, he, he left Miami before it could happen to Eric Spolstra, but it was starting to happen. If, you know, if he, not already happening. Yeah, honestly. like, I mean, LeBron got the hell out of there before they could fire Spolstra. Um, but that was go it was going to happen had he stayed. And so is that a LeBron problem? Like, is it does it get to a point where... He's he gets tired of hearing it and he starts acting a certain way and guys feed off of that because they look to him for leadership and you get chaos. Well, that's sort of the problem with the guy with, with these these guys who transcend the sport. Can you coach LeBron James before you finish that sentence or that thought? Pardon me. Can you coach uh, Peyton Manning? Can you coach guys like Vladimir Guerrero, any Hall of Famer? He was the first name that came to my mind. Um, Derek Jeter. How much coaching does Derek Jeter need, especially towards the middle and perhaps beginning of the end of his career? Uh, probably not a lot. From like like the Joe Girardi era, like once yeah. Torrey left the Yankees, yeah, I, I'm sure 
There wasn't much he could say to Derek Jeter that Jeter didn't already know. And was, you know, really uninterested in hearing. uh, Maybe, yeah. I I mean, you could argue that, sure. There was no evidence of it, but I wouldn't doubt it. If someone someone said that to me, I wouldn't be surprised. And I'm not saying that to say that guys like LeBron and Jeter and Peyton Manning are dicks or anything like that. I just think that if you're coaching, quote unquote, one of these guys, you got to know going in that this is a short term situation and you are not you are not going to get out what you put in. Yeah, it ain't, it ain't your show. Now, granted, the right. NBA has never been a coach's league. That's a college thing. Um, you know, it's a player's league. But but my point my point to all of this is if LeBron starts acting a certain way, you know, shouldn't you just bend to him? I know that's a very big, wow, I can't believe you're saying that kind of moment, and I get it. But it's LeBron James. There are there are none others. The, the, he is, as we discussed, he is A or he is B. And yeah, he's a once-in-a-generation guy. And, yeah, I mean, logically, you're probably right. But you're not going to get a type A personality who's risen to become a, a head coach in a professional sport uh, to want to bend to anybody, let alone a player. Sure, but you're right. That's, not, that's pro- if for your own survival. Yeah, it's probably a smart thing to do. And it's not, and 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 not just your survival, but the survival of your entire team. You know, from a head, from a, well, from not just a head coach's point of view, but from also a front office's point of view. Just give the man what he wants. He brought you a ring. Just all he's looking for is for some help. As and that's the other thing is like we're not we're not talking about you know I, I want the rim to say LeBron James's rim. I want the arena to say the LeBron James arena. He just wants other pieces around him so that he doesn't have to do everything. I can't argue that logic, Tom. Yeah, I I can't either. But isn't it also on LeBron to not let his attitude about that infect the locker room? Yeah, an adult about no, that. Well, yeah, but at some point, I think that eventually you stop being an adult in that situation. Yeah, I, I, think, I agree. I, it's not he's not. It's not in a, a problem that's exclusive to him. It happened to Kobe near the end. It, it happened to. I mean, Jordan retired the second time before it could happen to him. He retired because he was seeing it happen. You know, he knew the Bulls were going to dismantle that team and that Phil was leaving. So he just hung it up. But imagine what Michael Jordan on the 1999 Chicago Bulls would have been like, or the 2000 Chicago Bulls, you know, as they're trying to rebuild around, you know, the greatest player in the game. Like, he would have been the same way. You know, it happens to all of these guys sooner or later. Yeah. And it's... Absolutely. You know, my, my... I think the the huge question is does what happens? Does he stay or does he go? You know, I mean, it's cuz it's not only up to Cleveland, it'll be up to him too. You know, I read there was an article today where it's saying that the Cavs just cut bait and trade him to Milwaukee right now. <laughs> like Milwaukee ought to kick the tires on him because Milwaukee's got something special brewing for this year and LeBron could be the thing that gets them a title. You know, right now. And Cleveland, you know, if Cleveland thinks he's going to walk anyway, it might behoove them to try and deal him and see what they can get. I don't know that they'll ever do that because I don't think the, they could handle the bad PR from it. 
And there's one, there's one thing, and we'll put a bow on this. There's one other thing that we alluded to earlier and need to remind ourselves again. Um, they're still only third in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> the playoffs are a long way away. And the next time we're talking about LeBron James, it could be because he's once again in the finals against the Warriors. Oh, and so, we, it probably will be. He that's sort of the funny be. part. It is funny. That's the funny part. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. But, you know, everyone is sounding the alarm right now because LeBron looks vulnerable. Le-vulnerable? Le-vulnerable? Le-vulnerable. Okay. Le-vulnerable. Is that the, is that the fourth... Uh, ball child. There's Lavar and uh, mm. <laughs> Lamelo, mm. Lonzo, the mm. vulnerable. Feel good about that one, Tom. I feel terrible about that because Lavar's the dad. I forgot the the third kid's name. <laughs> Not playing in the in the NBA. yeah no the Lithuanian superstar. That's... <laughs> Uh, somebody help me get away from my yeah, dad. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> La Honey Boo Boo. We'll go with that. Oh, uh, oh, oh. That show is off the air, Tom. You no, are not no, no. It's back. It's back because the mom lost a ton of weight. And so now the show is about the mom. Good. As it always should have been. Yeah, right. Right. Isn't that great? We have so many channels that those people have to, they need those people to fill time. Look, man. That you 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 besmirch it, but eventually, you know, we're gonna be on the Learning Channel or you know Nat Geo or some shit. You, That's gonna be us. You better start eating then, because the Learning Channel only puts on <laughs> dwarves or people who weigh five hundred plus pounds. That's oh, it. Oh, I see. So we're already halfway there, is what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. We would be unstoppable. You just need to start eating. <laughs> you need to go back to meat. <laughs> I'll I'll meet you at the all you can eat barbecue place. You remember where it is, right? <laughs> How can I forget? It is the, it is the only thing that sustains me. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you Speaking are, of job, you <laughs> are morbid obesity and diabetes away from us being famous. It's the only thing standing in the way. Really, what a, what is my problem that I can't take? You know, a foot for the team. Like, exactly. Do you need do you need both feet really? <laughs> You're willing to stand there on, you know, the shoulders of your child who is already taller than you and and declare yourself a very small man. The least I can do is eat myself to death. Yeah, not death. Not death. You just have to get to a point where they need a crane to get you out of the house. <laughs> and then you already can there. lose it all and that's the show right there. Is you losing writes it? Itself. It writes, writes itself. It writes itself. It absolutely does. I could be your trainer, like your your little person trainer, yelling at you to run more. <laughs> Get off the couch, fatty. Right, right. That's that's the show. Rick that is the show. The that is the show. That's the first season, at least. We had a much different term for that in college, by the way. <laughs> really? Get well. What what getting off the couch? Oh meant. well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, different thing entirely. Yes. All right. Yes. So, but, let's but again, move on. I, I mentioned Jabba the Hutt, and for good reason. Ah, yes. Yes. So, let's move on to the geek stuff, nerd stuff portion. And we alluded to the the glut of movie trailers that were during the <laughs> Super Bowl. 
good one. Ah, nice. Uh, during the Super Bowl last night, and and that's the you know the tradition now uh, that we get these big movie trailers for the last decade or so at least. Um, we had the uh, the new trailer for Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom, which. Well, this looks better than the last trailer. Still looks like a piece of garbage to me. <laughs> Don't say that, Tom. Blue the raptor is it? Oh God, yeah, like the pet. He's a pet rat. Oh Jesus, the raptor's a pet now. <laughs> I like you, like sick him. Like I look at this point. Just give me the script with the rat, the genetically engineered raptors with machine guns. That's it. <laughs> Let's just go there. Just get there now. Let's do this. Let's We're do already, this. Like, like seriously, like this, the movie's about like they've got to go rescue the dinosaurs because there's a volcano. Like they spent billions of dollars and didn't realize it's on a volcano. Stupid. So stupid. Or even if they did, you know, it's a volcano. They're just dinosaurs. Like the Lord Jehovah found them unwanting once. Right. Know? Like they, they already went extinct once. It's okay. They don't know what they don't know. It's all right. Right. <laughs> Anyway, uh, we also had the trailer for uh, Mission... Well, we had... No, sorry, we had a, a teaser for the trailer for Mission Impossible Fallout, which is the sixth movie. That, that commercial ended with, go see the trailer online now, which just pissed me off. <laughs> it's like, here, we're going to show you this cool shit, but the TV's not good enough. Go to our website. You know what I like most about that trailer? What? How the mustaches look real. Well... Here's what's great about that trailer. The one that was on TV, I didn't watch the full version, but the one we saw during the Super Bowl, there was no Henry Cavill in that at all. <laughs> I turned to my wife and I said, uh, she's like, oh, there's another Mission Impossible? Because she likes those movies. And uh, I said, yeah. I said, this is the one with the with Henry. I said, Henry Cavill's in this with the mustache that cost Warner Brothers millions. <laughs> and she started laughing. She's like, Really? I'm like, yeah, and then we don't see him at all in the commercial. <laughs> they know what they're doing. I, they you know what? If it were if it were me running Paramount, and my intention all along was to troll Warner Brothers by not allowing Henry Cavill to shave, I I would just now cut him out of the movie entirely, <laughs> <laughs> and just be like, oh yeah, we we ended up we didn't need that character. Sorry, <laughs> like we just. Yeah, I yeah, I know. I know we said it was important to our movie that he not shave because it would have delayed everything, but uh man, in the end it just it just wasn't working. So uh <laughs> Oh, oh, that means you had to do really shitty CG on his jaw. Oh. Well sorry. Sorry. How'd that work out by the way? That yeah. CG. Did How'd that go that, well? Did the, did the movie do okay? I don't yeah. I don't want I don't look at the I don't look at the numbers of uh, <laughs> I'm so a I don't know. Brother. Yeah, I'm not yeah. I'm not a I'm not a movie executive. Yeah, I just I don't I don't look. Well, look, we just, you know, we have, we just tell Tom Cruise to go do whatever and it floats us for the rest of the year. So, <laughs> so the, the, the Mission Impossible trailer looked, uh, or trailer of the trailer. Yeah. And and that's something else. Like, I'm tired of trailers of trailers. Yeah. We had, I, a, we had I, a couple I, of those last it. night. We had, we had a couple of those. And uh, so we had, then we had a trailer for, uh, for actually, no, we had a trailer for a trailer for Skyscraper, the new Dwayne The Rock Johnson action movie. Uh, which he was later is, on. Is that, uh, he went is on that Jimmy not Fallon after. Inferno? No, no, Towering Inferno is about a fire. This is like a hostage situation with a fire. This is Die Hard. <laughs> this is Die Hard with an amputee in the tallest building on Earth. That's what this is. That's a lot of things, Tom. It's a lot of the things. 
It's a lot of the things. And he was on Jimmy Fallon after the Super Bowl last night where they showed the whole trailer. And uh, even The Rock himself could not uh, fully explain the plot of the movie. He's like, oh, it's an original concept. Okay, good. Uh, I play a I play a hostage negotiator who, but I also I also uh, lost. I'm an amputee. I was a I'm a vet, and uh, and I'm uh, I'm working in this giant tall building. And by the way, only like th- two of these things were in the trailer. The thing about him being a hostage negotiator nowhere in the damn N- nowhere in the trailer. Yeah, no. He's like I'm working in this building, which is the tallest building, and uh, then they kidnap my family, and oh yeah, it's on fire, <laughs> and everything's on fire. And I'm like, we, 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 like this we set no, everything on fire. This makes no fucking sense. But it's an action movie and it's got the rock in it. And I mean, how much money did San Andreas make? This will do at least that. <laughs> this will do at least that. All but guaranteeing we're going to get Suicide Squad 2 featuring Black Adam. Um, and what else? I mean, oh, uh, the, uh, the Cloverfield movie. Which was a cool concept that we like, oh, there's a trailer and then Netflix is like, oh yeah, the movie's out right now. That was fun. That, that was, was also neat. weird as hell. Oh yeah, incredibly. But is that the new, do you think that's going to happen a lot more often now? Well, that has always sort of been as, like the end goal as far as I'm concerned with the movie industry, which is don't give anyone time. Just release it and then flood you know the market with it. But also, here's here's some other way to look at this. Um, outside of the day release, Netflix has done this with all of their movies. Like, yes, there was a big buildup to Bright, right? But as soon as Bright's release date hit, it was available. You could watch it instantly, right? Sure. There was just no build for this. Well, and no, it came out. It was like I we only first started hearing there was going to be another Cloverfield like a week and a half, two weeks ago. Right. Um. And then we only heard within the last week that it somehow tied into the very first one because the last Cloverfield movie had no real connection from what I understand. And it was, it seemed like, and they had mentioned that they were trying to just turn the Cloverfield brand into like, oh, we're going to put this branding on these, you know, weird, interesting, twisty movies. Yeah, right. But now this one somehow ties into the very first one. At least that's what they led us to believe. Um, and I, I don't know people. I, I guess people are liking it. I, I haven't watched it. I, I'm, I'll, I'll watch it eventually. But I, I have a feeling that the second movie, Ten Cloverfield Lane, will actually tie in yeah, when it's all said probably. and done. You're probably right. I just think that they they sort of kind of a swing and a miss on that, and well, like, it eh. made money. No, made- no, I mean. The idea oh, that they don't I gotcha. connect. Yeah, everyone's sort of like, oh well, we really kind of would like it to. <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay. I guess we need to talk about it. So then we get, yeah, now we get to the big one, which is we had the trailer for the trailer for Solo, a Star Wars story. <laughs> and then this morning we had the actual trailer. So, um, what, Solo. Did, you, what did you think? <laughs> what did you think, Rick? Um, it looked like a movie, Tom. Okay. I I I don't I didn't like the the teaser trailer because I was not really sure what I was looking at until I started seeing the iconic images. Sure. And then the actual trailer. All right. I mean, it looks like a Star Wars movie. I feel 
less interested in solo than I was in um red uh uh rogue one okay um because with rogue one i had no idea what it was and i was like well this looks interesting and i don't know what the hell a death trooper is but that sounds fun um and with this oh okay it's it's the han solo movie but i immediately started like questioning this choice because i was wait but he's a dick and the whole point of han solo is that he's a dick so are we going to leave the Han Solo movie going, man, what a dick. And if we're not, then something went wrong. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you have a point there because when we meet him in A New Hope, he's a dick. And yeah. the only thing that really turns him around is Luke sort of appealing to his better angels after he leaves with the money. You know, so it's like, okay, well, he's always been sort of a dick until then. That's what we're led to believe. But apparently, maybe not. And like Lando, same thing, right? I mean, when you're, Lando's first mentioned in Empire Strikes Back, Han Solo is like, uh, you know, we can't trust him, but he has no love for the Empire. So it's like, all right, so is he going to fucking betray him in this movie? Like, I don't know how you make any of these characters likable. And and they're not supposed to be likable. They well, no, be likeable. they were designed as archetypes when we first saw them to be redeemed. That's their point. But now you're going back and now you're going back and needlessly, I think, telling the history of these characters that we already kind of know their history. Like, do we need to see it? I don't know if we need to see it. I I, I still don't get the reason for doing this. That being said, well, you know what I mean. The the (laughs) creative reason for doing this. I know the reason for doing this, which is all the money, all the money, all the money. Um, but the creative reason for doing this, I I still don't get. Um, I I, st- I think the movie looks fun though, so that's a thing. Well, I I'm pissed off I, at I all agree. the damn Star Wars fans. They're like, well, uh, vote here if you think it looks better than the Last Jedi, or at least it looks better than the Last Jedi. Oh well, Last Jedi looked good in trailers too, and then it sucked, and that just <sighs> the Last Jedi didn't suck, you nerds. Anyway. You still haven't I mean, seen that, right? No, but like it doesn't bother me if people think that it sucked versus this. I because... just I I get you know I take issue with the whole it sucked versus I didn't like it thing. I hate this narrative yeah. that the movie was bad because I didn't like it. Well, nah, well sorry, the but same that's thing. nerddom in a that's nerddom oh, in a nutshell. Oh, so. I know. Trust <laughs> me, I know. I'm I'm interested to see this movie. I'm also. Uh, I, I'm I'm not blown away by the trailer. I thought the trailer was perfectly acceptable for what it was. I don't know if it was good. I don't necessarily know it was bad. I, it was just a trailer. Um, that said, I'm interested to see what else they've got cooked up, but I don't necessarily know if it's going to be any good. I'd well, yeah, and given all of the strife behind the scenes during the making of this movie... I mean, that's made it more interesting for me to go see, like, what remains of the supposed light tone that Lord and Miller were going for, as opposed to what Ron Howard did. But we'll never probably really know. Just like Rogue One, we won't ever really know what changed. Um, so one one other trailer. Yeah, last yeah there night. was. There was another one that I didn't know we were even getting, but we got it. 
And uh, it was the Infinity War trailer, but only kind of. Yeah, it was a newer version of it, a shorter cut. Which I thought was awkward at best. Well, I mean, at this point, like, what do they need to do? Like, it's like, well, no, it's no, Avengers no, no, no. Infinity War. Like, oh, here's this guy, this guy, this guy, and this guy. Yep, they're all in it. It's called Avengers Infinity War. It comes out in May. That's it. And they just made a billion dollars. That's all they have to do at this point. <laughs> and you're not wrong, but also, like, if you're going to do a trailer, maybe add some interesting to it. Um, and, <laughs> and this interesting was Cap has gauntlets now. Yeah, and that's Cap's sort of new shield. <laughs> shields. Yeah, he has a beard. <laughs> he has a beard and multiple shields that do not look like his other one. Did we need this? Do we need the trailer? Yeah. No, I told you we didn't. The only reason they did it was because there's still a segment of the population that didn't know it was coming out. And those mm. people would be watching the Super Bowl. So now they know and now they're excited and they'll go see it. But before, but aside from that, no. They don't need to do another thing for marketing for that movie. Put the poster in the theater and three weeks before it comes out, drop a commercial. That's it. That's all you got to do with those movies now. They're the, the Avengers movies specifically. Now the solo Marvel movies, they have to do build up because it's new characters. But, like, you know, like Black Panther, I get the media blitz for Black Panther. And I've totally been suckered in by it. I am so excited for that movie. I don't even know if suckered in is the right word. I just really want to see that movie. <laughs> it, looks, it looks really damn cool. That's the thing. Is that, that I'm glad you used that word. It just, it looks cool. Cool. Specifically. Yeah. N not like it's going to be this, you know, great world changing blockbuster, but just that it's, and it might be, but it, the, it just looks like damn like I like I look at it very cliche I'm sorry I look at him like man this is what I remember this is this is this is like this is like watching uh like like watching blade like this is blade and blade Two. like they just felt cool like superhero movies are supposed to be cool and this looks cool yeah yep agree on all of that um and speaking of Black Panther I yeah. this one this story makes me just fucking sad. <laughs> it shouldn't. You Why? should have just expected it's now, this. It has now painted DC fans as the Philadelphia fans of geekdom. No, 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 my friend. It is much worse than that. Oh, great. if I may. Yes, please. If I may. Please. There was an uproar, a brewing, a I don't know, a a grouping, whatever you want. A, a cabal, perhaps, there's a good 50 cent word, of internet nerds, DC fanboys specifically, thank you, all of us thank you, who were planning and plotting to go on to all of the various movie review sites, specifically, of course, Rotten Tomatoes, and regardless of if the movie was good or not, just completely pan Black Panther. Because that'll show them for saying that Justice League wasn't good. It wasn't even their fault that Justice League wasn't good. It was that damn Joss Whedon and his stupid un not understanding what DC comics are like. Right, Tom? Yes. And these guys also claim that Marvel paid off critics to pan Justice League. That's right. They sure did. 
because there's no other reason for them to have done it. Like the movie was just mediocre at best or that it just was a piece of shit. No, 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 no. This, <laughs> this was, this was done specifically to make uh, our great comic books look worse somehow. I'm not sure how this actually pans out, but I'm certain that they did this intentionally and that um, I can't abide by Tom. I can't. So I'm going to ruin the reviews for Black Panther in a subtle, but maybe not totally racist way, but kind of racist way. <laughs> so, you know. And since you brought up the R word, that is what <laughs> that feeling about why they were doing it is what led Facebook to close the event and shut the group down. <laughs> Saying it, it, it violated was, their community standards. It was kind of racist. It was it was very kind of racist. And that's that's the problem. Now, Tom, I have bad news for you. Okay. And for me, but for you, um, I got into when we were at the height, the, the height of our flag uh, standing or sitting discussions. Um, one of my buddies at work was, you know, he's a he's a retired military guy. I mentioned him. He's a good friend. And he was on the side of you're supposed to stand for the flag. And I looked at him and I said, listen, bro, if the. People who are you who are siding with you, who are your 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 cohorts, your boys are not good people, then you need to make a conscious decision and not stand with them. And and I still believe that. So if my fandom DC movies, if the guys that I stand shoulder to shoulder with as a DC fanboy myself are going to be this kind of racist. I'm not going to be able to stand with them and I'm going to have to swear off DC movies until these fuckers find an exit. That's what I'm saying. <sighs> yeah. If that's the motivation for it. I, uh, yeah. I mean, you could make an argument that, Oh, well, this is just the first Marvel movie to come out since justice league. Okay. Pretty fucking convenient. I guess I don't know if it's that, I don't know if it's that, uh, I, I just, I, I, mm, the optics I, mm, are bad as people yes, would say. Yes. Like if it looks like a racist and talks like a racist, uh. it's probably the president. Right? <laughs> yeah. I, I get where you're coming from there. I, it's just awful. It makes all DC fans look bad. It really does. And I don't want to stand in that crowd, Tom. I don't want to be a part of that. I, I just, I'm not interested. I don't want my, I don't want my fandom usurped by a bunch of, you know, crazy MAGA boys or somebody who thinks that they know what I should have or any of those things. But um, if that's where we're going, I'm not going to sit idly by. I'm going to look at this and go, no, I'm not a part of this. I don't want to be a part of this. Yeah, uh, I and I don't know if you're DC. I don't know what you do. There's nothing you can do, really. You can, no, 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 no. That's not true. You can condemn the fuck out of these people. Yeah, but that's the thing. There's no evidence that there it was racially motivated. That's okay, what so it looks just... like. That's what it feels like. But there's well, no hard evidence. So for them to go out and condemn these people, then you get the backlash over why just cause it's a movie about a black superhero. That's why they're racist. 
Like, well, let's 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 analyze this just for a second, okay? Let's say that it's not a racist movie because the, the, the movement, whatever it may be, is not racist. Let's just throw that right out completely, okay? Yeah, okay. Um, what is it then? Well, I mean, it it could be what they say it is, which is motivated by uh, revenge on behalf of the DC <laughs> movies, hurting Marvel, hurting Disney. Um, you know, they claim that if they believe sincerely that, you know, Disney paid off these critics to hurt DC movies so that Marvel could do better, which really doesn't make any sense because they don't <laughs> open against each other. Um, you know, there's your motivation, I suppose. I mean, it's, <laughs> It's a fucking Facebook group. Like, it's started by people who have a small, like, a very tenuous grasp on reality to begin with. Uh, but it's just, it's bad. It's just bad all around. It's It smacks of, and it's similar to, the concerted effort to, to torpedo the Ghostbusters movie from a couple of years ago. Right. Which also was, you know, may have been motivated by the gender of the characters in that movie. Yeah, which is unfortunate because guys like us, we got shit all over because of our opinion, but it was like, it doesn't look funny. I'm like, Oh, you're just saying that cause they're women. Oh, I'm not saying that cause they're women. I'm saying it doesn't look funny. Yeah. And, and, yeah I we, happen we to think well. that all of those women are funny. Just not in that movie. We didn't, we didn't look good there, Tom. We and, didn't? and it was, it I don't really, we didn't get a lot of backlash on that though. Yeah, but like ultimately, again, like we were on the side of assholes there, right? And I, I can't do that anymore. I'm, I just, I'm not interested. I don't want to be on the side of assholes. I don't want to be anywhere near an asshole. <laughs> so, I, 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 until DC comes out and says that you know we wish we only wish positive things for Marvel movies, and we hope that we that the feeling is mutual or something. I'm, I'm going to have to take a step back from the DCEU. I still buy the comic books because, well, that's just a part of me, but I'm very upset about that. And I kind of wanted them to say something and it never materialized. And that's not good. No, it's not. Um, I think they were sort of at a loss um, I also think they maybe thought this was a smaller thing than it turned out to be. And it, the group, in the grand scheme of things, was small. Um, what impact they could or would have is probably infinitesimal. Um, but it made news because the internet. Well, I don't even know if it's because the internet specifically. It, and if it was or if it wasn't, DC could have handled this very simply by just saying we you know we these these people do not represent us please go see this movie it's a superhero movie we hope it's great we believe it's going to be great thank you dc comics what what harm is there in doing that who are you offending yeah no one by saying that i mean they, i don't think they're going to come out and say go see this movie or we hope it's great but like i think they would probably say it helps us if superhero movies continue to be successful and we would never want anyone to uh, artificially inflate anything. 
my but, point obviously being but i get your they, point like they, they, could, they could have, have said something they could have said anything and they i i don't disagree with you in that their hands may have very well been tied but in this kind of situation where you've got a group of people that are you know saying very ugly things that could easily be seen as very bad maybe it, you you ought to take a stand and whether you want to take a stand or not you may have had that option removed from you and that's what i'm talking about yeah yeah i can understand that i can right. understand that so um do we dare move on to this next thing or do we just uh kind of bring this fucker home here well, that's that's I mean, listen, you know, I am I am but the other guy. So <laughs> <laughs> Wow, the other guy. <laughs> oh, you don't remember that? No. That's what George referred to me oh, as. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Tom and the other guy. Yeah. You know, that's cuz he talks to me on the phone. Well, he likes you as well, unlike me. Yeah, and I don't for know good about reason. that. I don't know about that. <laughs> he he tolerates yeah, you. Yeah, I'll more go with that. He... I'll go All with right. that. Uh, we'll get there. <laughs> no, we'll uh, we'll we'll put a pin in these other things on the rundown here for next week. Um, but until then, Rick, I have a question for you, sir. Yes, Tom. What's pissing you off? Oh God, there are, there is a cornucopia of things that I could tell you that are pissing me off this week. Just so many many things. Man, that word but... of day calendar is really working out for you, isn't it? Well, I'm glad you got me something. I mean, usually I just have to refer to, you know, just whatever it is I find on the street in order to improve my lexicon. But <laughs> what's really pissing me off this week is, and, and <laughs> I, I am one of these people, so I have to be very careful here. All or nothing, guys. Okay. So we just had a Super Bowl. Were you aware, Tom? I was. Yes. And in that Super Bowl, there was a team that had never won a Super Bowl before, but now they have. Correct. And I am really tired of people who are all about everything and how great it is <laughs> to be on the winning side, but not talking about, you know, reality anymore. Just, oh, we won, so we're great, and, and nothing else has happened, so pff, on you. And and I'm I'm over this. I'm beyond this. Like I, I I understand you your team did very well or you won that big contest at work or something. But there are other things in this world outside of football and chili cookoffs. And and you're you're okay if you don't want to talk about them. That that's okay. It's fine. But you can't just be the winner of all of the things. Like you're not the winner of all the things. Your team won a football game. Your your chili was voted least offensive to the office. There's just so many things that we don't have to worry about that you're worrying about or that you're making me upset about. Stop doing that. So so I'm I'm not I'm not interested in and in you explaining to me anymore anything about why you are the best or your guys won or any of this shit. Done. Stop it. It was just the chili cook-off. It was, it was just your, your market research. I, I don't care. We're done here. It's over. You're already Tom. tired of hearing from Philly fan? Tom, there were so many of them. 
Oh, so, and you work with a lot so, of Eagles fans? There's so many, and and you don't know that they're Eagles fans. They're 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 like they they're like closet racists. They're, you know, they're just sitting around. Let it, let it be known that Rick called Eagles fans closet racists. No, 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 no. I I didn't call. Well, okay, they, most of them are, but I. <laughs> wow. It's like they're like their fandom. They're Phillies. They're they're Eagles fans, but they don't want anyone knowing about it. Like I'm a Vikings fan. When one Vikings fan finds another Vikings fan, it's a glorious day because well, yeah, finally Florida. someone else. Yeah, in Florida, uh, yes. In, in general, because anywhere outside have... Minneapolis, St. Paul. Yeah, because now you got someone who you can commiserate with. You're like, oh, oh, you were there too. You saw Gary Anderson miss that field goal, but we don't. We don't hide this. Like we're still, you know, we wear our hats and our jerseys, and we don't have a reason to, you know, be concerned that we're Vikings fans. Eagles fans, Eagles fans don't don't let it be known that they're Eagles fans. But now, now suddenly there's lots of them. They all just showed up. Why is that, Tom? Why did they all just show up? Because their team won. Yes. They crawl yes. out of the woodwork when the, when the team wins. That always happens. Yes. Like like Heat fans before then. Yeah. Yeah. Like all of the new Oh, I've been rooting for the Heat for years. Oh, I grew up in Miami. Oh yeah? Yeah. Did you have a Dan Marley jersey in the nineties? Thunder Dan. Thank what about you. what about Tim Hardaway, huh? No, you were wearing a fucking Jordan or Pippin jersey back then. Because you are a flag waver. <laughs> so there are now all of that said. I'm sure some Eagles fans are very fine people. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, everybody. I'll be here all week. Wow. Make try sure you the, tip your waitress. Try the fish. Try the fish. <laughs> did you like that part? I thought well, I did that for you. Well done, sir. Well Thank done. Thank you. Thank you. Tom. Yes. What is pissing you off? Oh, I, and I, I, I hate to say this because, because I was one, I, I belong to this group in a manner of speaking, but it's people who people who were ostracized in high school and can't let go. I You're got, gonna have to explain. This. I'm, oh, of course I am. Of course I am. <laughs> All right. That's the whole so, point of the segment. <laughs> so we're we're you and I are geeks, correct? Yes. We correct. were not popular in high school, correct? We are not popular right now. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but we were not popular then, correct? No, absolutely correct. Well, I, for whatever reason, I'm starting to see a glut of like my friends who are still, you know, very like uber geeks or people I know who are, who are proud of the fact that they don't like sports ball or whatever derogatory name they come up with. I'm not yeah, watching. Over that too, by the way. There's well a, beyond that. There's a there's a sports ball game on. I don't care. I'm watching Doctor Who. Or you're the you're the first genius to come up with that line too. By the way, just right. so you know. Or you know, or the gif, the sports, 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 sports. Homer Simpson gif. Anytime anyone talks about sports, and they don't have anything to contribute, so they just decide to do that. Um, or this one, this one I saw, and I actually got into an argument over it, which was. Uh oh, marching band still more athletic than football. Ah, I take umbrage. <laughs> I take umbrage, sir. I have done both. I have played organized tackle football, and I spent many years in marching band. And as I pointed out to these folks, 
Uh, I was uh, never as exhausted after a marching band practice parade or performance as I was after a football practice in the Florida heat. Uh, so I don't, I do not think it was more athletic. And then it was, well, you should watch some of the professional drum corps, uh, you know, videos. And I'm like, mm, no, still not as athletic as football. Uh, sorry. Like a marching band isn't, is requires a degree of, athleticism and coordination to do but it is not a more athletic activity than football and i understand <laughs> everyone has football fever right now and you don't and you're bitter about that so you need to make yourself feel a little better by putting that up for whatever reason and uh no just no because what do we what is our goal rick uh, our our mission specifically, Tom, yes. is to civilize. Correct, and that means pointing out hypocrisy and a lack of reality and bullshit wherever we see it. <laughs> and so, yes, okay. if that means I got to get a little dirty to do it. Fine, but let go, let go. You're grown ups now. No one is trying to stuff you into a locker anymore. And if they are, you should probably find a new place to work. Rick. What did you learn? Tom, what did I learn? Uh, I learned. Um, I learned that as I'm getting older, my ability to have really shitty days is sort of uh, it's it's moving in an upward direction exponentially. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The older you get, the more you become expert level at that. I've noticed that, yeah. too. It just sort of I, comp it just everything compounds on each other. I I was in. And today specifically, I was in just a pissy mood all goddamn day. I didn't necessarily get, uh, you know, a lot of sleep last night because I was up watching the game. Conversely, though, I still got like, you know, five, seven hours, somewhere around there. I, I woke up early in the morning, helped my wife with the cats, as I always do. Went back to bed, got another hour of sleep, went to work, got to work at, you know, my normal time. And then. By like 11 o'clock, all my stuff that I needed to do, like all my meetings was over with, all my stuff, I had no nothing else on the books. It was just, you know, I'm in support. So if somebody says sends in an email or gives us a call, I'm just chilling there. I'm just taking it easy, looking over the company stuff, seeing what I want to do for next week's Spirit Week and shit. And I'm just pissed off. Just, oh, I could, I could rip everyone's ass. I could just, oh, I was so mad. What's wrong, Rick? Didn't sleep. Patriots lost, and maybe I wanted to go away. I don't know. But I'm just mad about it. I'm just angry. I don't know why. I don't know when this happened, but I, I've learned that, man, I could just drop the hat and I could get pissed. Just give me, give me a minute. Just give me a second. And I'll get mad about nothing. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good, Tom. It's not good. No, but that's kind of why we do this show, isn't it? Is it? <laughs> I mean, it's. It's 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 a major flavor in the sauce here at those two jerks. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's a it's a dominant part of the palate. So I mean that's what I learned. And you know I don't know. I mm, yeah. Tom. Yes. Aside from me being a crab ass, what did you learn this week? <laughs> crab ass is a good word for it. I think, Rick. Thank you. You are in fact a crab ass. <laughs> I learned uh, that. At the end of the day, Philly fan is all bark and no bite. 
Because really, you can threaten all you want to break shit and burn your city to the ground when your team wins. But at the end, when you finally defy the odds and fucking win, and you don't do it, then you're just, you're just a pussy. <laughs> so come on, Philly fan. I'm challenging you. Go. Go set fire to something. I want to see the crater. <laughs> I was promised a crater. I was promised a crater. I got a space in my living room for the Rocky statue all cleared out. I'm coming in a carpet bag. As <laughs> soon as you fuckers bomb the place, I'm coming back in to get that statue. I'm going to give it to my dad for his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> you can have the Liberty Bell, Rick. Oh, hooray. I can't wait. That's you'll, exactly you'll be what officially the keeper of freedom, sir. Nah, I don't have a red hat. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's what I learned. Philly fan at the end of the day is just a big wuss. I I don't know, man. I watched some of those. A guy literally ate shit, Tom. Yeah, that's that's being intoxicated, though. I shot a bottle rocket out of my zipper when I was drunk once. That doesn't make me hard. You didn't put actual feces in your mouth. <laughs> that is true. I did. Like, I did light my pants on fire, though. Again, actual fecal matter. <laughs> yeah, I'm still saying I I saw a lack of resolve on the part of Philly fans. <laughs> okay, it's a lot I, easier to eat poop than it is to wreck a city, man. That requires like organization, and you need to have some fucking initiative to do that. <laughs> That's the, that's their problem. They, they're they're they just they, too sleepy after eating all the wings and drinking all that beer to finish the job. <laughs> like, yeah, you flipped a couple of cars. Yeah, you know, you threw firecrackers in a crowd. Yeah, you made that guy eat poop. But he didn't is, know what he made. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Tom. Well, that that's, was not a make. That so guy did that. He's just a moron, then. Yeah, uh, still, there was a guy. He ate poos. He did this shit. <laughs> eh, lack of resolve. I'm just saying. <laughs> that that place should be should be smoldering right now, and it just isn't. It's still around, and uh, that's uh, it's disappointing. That's it. okay. Disappointing. I wanted I wanted to see the show. <laughs> <laughs> right, if uh, if Philly fan wants to fight us. Where can they get a hold of us, Rick? Um, I mean, do you want me to give out your address? That seems wrong. No, no. I, you know, I just figured we'll get some threats online. Oh well, I mean, there is there is a being treated for dysentery, so probably not. But if you wanted to, <laughs> if you wanted to, um, we had a very fun Twitter conversation during the the Super Bowl. Uh, I tend to live tweet some of the more major events uh, of the sports and nerd world, so you're certainly welcome to join the conversation there. Um, we had a lot of fun, uh, those that tuned in and joined up. So thank you for doing so. And, uh, that is found at those two jerks, uh, Twitter page at those two jerks. Please make sure you spell out T W O or, uh, you will end up at a different Twitter page. You might actually be happy with those results too, but, uh, I can't, uh, I can't be held accountable for whatever you find. Um, now outside of that, we also have a lovely, uh, uh, what do they call that? The Facebooks. That's still something, isn't it, Tom? It is for now. <laughs> Till everyone gets banned for being racist. Uh, and how do people find our Facebook, Tom? Oh, it's easy. It's facebook.com slash 
those two jerks. Again, spell out the word TWO. Otherwise, you may violate Facebook's terms of service. <laughs> <laughs> you can also uh, just search at the top of your uh, Facebook app. Uh, just type in those two jerks and you'll find it. Make sure to click like on the page uh, because that'll keep you up to date on all of our new episodes. Uh, some, you know, geek and geek and sports related news as it happens. Um, we've been, you know, really good with the breaking news of late. And um, you can also join the conversation. Tell us what you think about some of the stuff we're posting. If you have a comment about the show, uh, we always want to hear from our, you know, listeners. I won't say fans because, you know, most of you dip out after five minutes. But, <laughs> um, but listeners, we always want to hear from you. And uh, keep an eye on that space very soon because if you notice this week, we got a really fancy schmancy new Those Two Jerks logo courtesy of our buddy Jesse, uh, Jesse Long. And you will very soon be able to purchase stickers and shirts and all manner of things with that fancy schmancy new logo right on it. And in order to find out when and how and where, you will have to keep your eyes on our Facebook, and our Twitter. But if you have any other questions, you can email us to those two jerks at gmail.com. You can leave a comment or a rant or an idea for the show. Or uh, if you want to do an audio recording of you eating horse poop in the street, uh, I go ahead. You can call us. We have a voicemail. 321-76-JERKS. I think I covered it. Did I cover it all, Rick? You covered it with fecal matter, yeah, Tom. I <laughs> just spread it on. Like so much Nutella. Oh, oh, man. You just ruined Nutella for me. No, I didn't. No, You're you still going to eat it by the jar. Yeah, probably will. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we got to get that TLC show. <laughs> you're going to be both. If you're, you're not a little person, look, one of us has got to bear the weight here and you're just not doing it. So sorry. I'm really enjoying being healthy for the first time in 15 years. Well, guess what? Healthy people don't get famous, Rick. <laughs> not, in the, not in the 21st century. Not in the way that you and I can. Anyway. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, so for the Sussman, Rick Sussman, and the occasional Chris Vu, I am the <laughs> I am the Tom Alexander. And really, until you get to see the season premiere of Get Off the Couch, Fat Ass, starring Rick and me, <laughs> we will remain those two jerks. We got to pitch that to Kevin Smith. By all means, sir, go right ahead. All right, I'll tweet at him. I'll see you next time. <laughs>